0: This is the circle city news with Madison
1: and Mark. And I would like to take a quick shout out to our sponsor law office of Mark Nicholson. He fights against the travesty of justice and he has made this podcast possible today.
0: Today is Saturday, December 11th, 2021. Almost at the end of the year, this is a Circle City News, and I am attorney Mark Nicholson here with Madison Alley and the owner and creator of La Juice Creations, James Hale. We're going to start off today with a little bit of some national news instead of really the local news, and it's a story about the tornado that came through um, the Midwest. We live in what's considered a tornado alley And there were tornadoes that did a lot of devastation in Kentucky, where they think that maybe up to 100 people or more were were killed. So we have those in our thoughts and prayers and sending out positive um, energy to to the people people there. Locally, the weather here today has been uh, windy. That's about it. Just a bunch of wind. The power has went out um, in some areas of Indianapolis. But otherwise than that, I think we're we're good. Um, how about in Florida?
1: Um, super windy here as well, honestly. Uh it rained all through the night. Um, not crazy out of the ordinary, but it's definitely interesting to see that um, the weather patterns that strike the Midwest and other areas of the US do hit like the fringes of it do affect us in the south so uh, just be safe out there and I also had a note about the severe weather warning in Indiana and if they do the tornado warnings again just make sure you go to the lowest level of your house or near any sort of plumbing um, so you can be prepared if something drastic happens Um, and yes throwing blessings out to Kentucky for lives lost due to the the severe weather um, that happened over the weekend.
2: I'm pretty sure last night it was storming, too, in Indianapolis, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. the weather has been iffy, but it's fine. Is it super cold up there where you guys are at, anybody? Um, it's 39 degrees currently, so it's been like fluctuating
0: so uh, i do want to kind to of give a little teaser uh, after our interview with james uh we're going to talk a little bit about the uh jesse smollett trial so i have a few words to say about that but madison without any further ado go ahead and talk to uh james so he can tell us about his business and uh his life story
1: yeah absolutely hi james thanks for coming on the show today we really appreciate it
3: yep yep thanks for having me guys it's uh as soon as his office called me i was really trying to get ready for it so it's all good
1: awesome awesome so i don't know much about your background uh would you care to tell us about uh what your background is and what sort of led you to create the lajuice brand
3: the lajuice brand was created mentally back in 2012 um 2012 up here in indianapolis um was the predominant food truck scene for an extended period of time. And then the economy got real bad and uh, a couple of the food trucks died off. Uh, the truck that I was the chef for, we did not die off. We kept going and we, we ultimately were doing uh, entrepreneur classes um, for Ball State. Ball State would bring a class down to our truck and I would literally be doing my La Juice Creations concept just for this college course, for these, like teaching a class, teaching people who weren't trying to cook, but were trying to learn the food business and the food industry. Um, That's why they were there. So the scratch truck with my ownership was with uh, Matt Cornmeyer there in Indianapolis. My health got bad. So I had to get off the food truck for a while and health is part of my story too. So, but that's where it started. That's where the creativity started. That's where some of the menu branding started. That's where some of the recipe branding started and and, uh, learning the business with not necessarily me being able to start it up by myself, but being a part of a team where investors came in and everybody talked and worked out contracts and stuff. But yeah, that's when it started was uh, 2012.
1: So what was the direction that led uh, quickly thereafter? So you said that you had a sort of decline with your health and you were getting that sorted out.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a lot going on with my health. I was having seizures at a a young age, just blackouts. And I was also, uh, well, I wasn't doing anything about it. I was doing the exact opposite. I was drinking, um, drinking and driving, a lot of in and out of uh, jails and prisons. And um, I kind of just, back in 2015, the last time I was arrested in the state of Indiana that's when I said okay I'm going to focus on my health I'm going to stay out of jail and I'm going to stay I'm going to, and I'm going to stay sober. So here we are flash fast forward to 2021 I had four heart surgeries last year in 2022 and that's Jeez. when I activated my my uh, lejuice concept. That's when I said okay James if you're going to do something now's the time to do it. Yeah, so I ended up uh just practicing a Something simple, not the food laws in the state of Indiana, they're they're not different from state to state, but the food laws here in Indiana, um, if you're not on a qualified, certified level of a chef as I am and have have the experience, it's extremely difficult to start your own business unless you're coming up with a concept. So I came down here to Shelbyville, where I'm not from. Uh, I'm from Indianapolis, Carmel, Noblesville, majority of my life. And uh, I came down here and went through the heart stuff and started making juice. Started making juice the freshest way I knew how to do it, and that was with uh, raw fruit, water, and honey. That's my ingredients in my le juice creations. And any fruit you can think of, any 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 fruit you can think of, I've got over fifty five flavors of fresh fruit herb mixes combos that I that I do. But um, last year during the surgeries, I had to file for that whole disability stuff because of the I got a heart monitor inside of my body now which prevents me from being a chef in a kitchen working 12-hour days that I was used to be able to be able to do it just took my took my career and threatened my career with my heart health so I just had to you know snap out of it I died twice last year snapped out of it I was okay. brought back to make some bigger moves for myself and to make other people smile and and know what they're putting in their body because fresh is going to be the way of life guys. Fresh is going to be the way of life within five years. I promise. I promise there's going to be a lot of differences in the economy when it comes to prices of fresh produce at the store. Restaurants are going to push towards more fresh recipes and not stuff that you're being told fresh and it's in a bag, you know what I mean? So it's just a lot of uh, a lot of freshness, how I did it was kind of cool, crazy at the same time. I had the, uh, got in contact with the health department on a bad note last year. Um, There's a lot of people in Shelbyville. I'm not trying to badmouth the community that I'm serving to, um, but I can just tell you from experience, last year I sold, I was doing gallons, not these little bottles. These little bottles with the seal pop lids Um, It was quite different last year. They were milk gallons. They were milk jug size gallons and the health department and I talked and I came up with the 16 ounce with the seal resealable lid that you guys pop off as the customer. Um, And Mm -hmm. I have a label. I've done, I've business was good this last week. So I do apologize. that I don't have any labeled bottles for you to see, but if, I don't know if you guys down in Florida have a, have Greeks pizzerias, but I know we got them up in Indianapolis and I know we've got one here in Shelbyville. We've got them all over the state of Indiana. Well, I've been selling my, I've been my commissary. This is again, with the food knowledge, the food code laws, um, because I don't have an actual kitchen restaurant building more brick and mortar building restaurant. I'm using Greeks pizzeria here in Shelbyville as my commissary kitchen. Cool. Yeah. I make my juice there. I store it there. Um, I'm allowed to store as much as my little freezer will fit, about 400 bottles, so I can store it home. As long as I have a commissary kitchen that I'm making anything, not necessarily just juice, but because of the commissary action that this franchise business in Indiana has allowed me to do, I'm able to open up my private catering aspect of La Juice Creations, Inc., which is private chef, come to you, come to your home, prepare a meal for you and your loved ones. You pay me in advance. I shop for your recipe off of the dollar amount that I charge you. Like, let's say I charge you a meatloaf. I would charge you, I don't know. I I think it was like 55 or $65 that I would charge you for all your ingredients. All your recipe requirements would come out of that prepay. The rest of that prepay is mine. So ultimately I'm, cooking for people in their homes selling juice out of greeks i've also been able to team up with three buds it's another indiana small business not a franchise but a small business in indiana Um, i've been able to team up with them on a drink that i um it's um i either i think they're really really loving the mango and the pineapple um but I make a drink for a CBD company, a company that promotes CBD products. Um, now uh, they've teamed up. With Juice has teamed up with Delta Eight THC, and we're working with these guys on a uh, drink with a packet that's called Floral. It's a CBD floral CBD oil mix, but it, uh, it's uh, Delta Eight THC. So it's that another Indiana small company. Or national company. I don't know how 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 big it is, but um, I know I'm all over it, and they're all over my stuff. So um, also the smaller businesses in this town, like all the bars, they're it's crazy. I got bars that have me make juice for them for mixed drinks on a Friday night down here in Shelbyville. We got Cagney's, we got uh, Capone's, which is a tourist attraction type bar here down here in Shelbyville. Indiana. So a lot of these bars and restaurants have been buying from me, not con, not as consistent as Greeks and not as consistent as three buds, but literally doctor's offices, therapeutic offices, like 12 to 13 businesses in Shelbyville alone are buying from me on some kind of consistency. And that's all I can really ask for at this point. You know, I got my landlord, Rick Richardson. he, he asked me if I'd be interested in speaking at the Shelbyville Rotary Club, hanging out with some old rich guys. Oh, you're damn right. I will. That, that, I think be <laughs> you No, know, because LeJuice Creations, like my whole life, I've been going through this whole, man, how do I reform myself? How do I focus on me and focus on what I know how to do? I taught at Ivy tech. I helped, I helped uh, teach kids, teach, well, not kids, but college students and high school students how to cook properly, how to maintain, recipes, um, recipe knowledge. Um, I've opened, I've been a part of several management teams up in Indianapolis with restaurants that are still open today, the Tap on Mass Ave. I was their head chef for the first year they were open. Moe's Steakhouse, five-star, best steakhouse in the state of Indiana. I was one of their line chef broiler runners where I was cooking the steaks for at least nine nine years, working with Carrie Snow Jr. I'm um, also working with the s- center plate Center plate that um, their facility is out of ICC, which is the Indianapolis Convention Center. So I was making, um, preparing meals for the governor, the mayor, when presidents would come into town, fancy meals, 100%. I was part of that crew. So, yeah, that's pretty much how the Juice Creations got started. Where it's at now, um, I go through probably 320 bottles a week of these bottles with labels and lids. I've been able to establish a lot of different relationships with people in this town on a business level. Like when I first moved down here to a new town, it's like I stuck out like a sore thumb and I still do. And I, and I, and I hear about it a lot, which is kind of cool, but no, I stick out like a sore thumb because I don't know that, I don't know. I don't really know. I just know that what I'm trying to do is when I do have my disability hearing, I am going to be able to sit back and tell the judge that I can't, you know, There's no way around it. I can't do what I used to be able to do. And that's, I can't work out. Like my my body got hit real hard from four heart surgeries. I I went from 260 pounds to 217 pounds within 40 some days. Oh geez. That's a huge amount of weight to lose in a short period of time. But I was also had just had three heart surgeries. and I had my fourth November 3rd of last year. So this whole year has been kind of like, recoup, see what's happening with your body, keep putting freshness in, keep promoting freshness. And that's what I do on every bottle. I mean, I, I don't wanna say this, I've got an EIN number, um, I don't have a TIN number, I don't really need one for for, for what I'm doing. Um, I do a lot of volunteer stuff here in the community. I do a lot of, uh, like my first volunteer deal was, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but this is where La Juice, this is what La Juice does. We create, we give back, we create, we give back. I'm not trying to start a business with this yet. If the disability people tell me, "Hey, James, it's time to rock and roll. Um, we think you can work for the next ten years until you have to have another heart surgery to have your battery taken out, all right bet then I'll buy a food truck. Mm-hmm. What I've been able to do at my bank is establish some credit, which hallelujah it's hard when you when you you're asking when you I don't have any prominent investors. I made the investment this year when I got my tax, you know how everybody got that tax check
2: and that Mm -hmm. stimulus
3: money. Well, I gave half of it to my fiance because she kept me alive the whole time I was down during my surgeries. And then I took another 3,400 and I invested it and I poured it into my LeJuice concept. So literally it makes money or it's making, it's it's making the money back. You know what I mean? So it's not, it's not like I'm a full blown 24 hour a day business, but People call me on Facebook. I I, I can't afford a .com yet, um, so right now I've got almost 1,400 followers on Facebook and almost 1,400 likes on Facebook for the LeJuice Creations page alone. And then on top of that, um, on my chef page, I'm creeping on 800 likes and 800 followers. On top of the 5,000 friends that I've gone out and reached out to on Facebook. So if you look at some restaurants in your state of Florida or in up in Indianapolis or, or out there in Oregon, guys, if you look at some of your restaurant likes and follows, even the local spots in, in your community, they're going to have very few. They're, they're, I have competing numbers. I have a competitive menu. I have a consistent, a consistent product like Coke, like Snapple. This is how Coke and Snapple started. So with juice is coming up with this branding concept and it's working out pretty good. Um, I do have a lot of people that I am, I do talk to a lot of people, a lot of like 100 percent business owners on a daily basis, like in some fashion, in some fashion, whether it be an email, phone call, text message, uh, Facebook message. Um, I do have a lot of um, places that are like, I mean, competitors with Greeks, like Cagney. That's a pizza spot with uh, um, Heather Sparks, and she uh, and she has her her own small business, like I have mine, but she does a, she makes, um, she's a, tr- a mobile bar for weddings and stuff. Oh. And, and she buys my juice for these weddings. Like she'll buy gallons at a time. I, I've got the, the boys and girls club down here in Shelbyville just bought 15 gallons yesterday for an event I'm doing for them on the 22nd. So.
2: That's awesome. Um,
3: so, yeah. So the juice is real busy, but we're, I'm, I'm, I can, I can only be as humble as I can possibly be. And I've got so many blessings going on now that I've turned over several new leaves in my life. And kind of like, you know, I I go to AA meetings on a consistent basis in some fashion again, because I don't, with my heart health, I don't put myself around a lot of people because of COVID and people getting sick. And I don't want to get sick after going through what I went through. So what I've been doing is actually kind of worked out. I haven't gotten COVID at all since it started last year. And, uh, so yeah. I just um, want to say, James, they're...
1: we're really proud of you. This is amazing. You've yeah. you've made excellent steps in your life, which is inspirational for everybody. And yeah. the fact that you're you were a chef um just shows that how important diet is and yeah. reteaching oh someone who is even comfortable with food, um, healthy right. food and healthy options is inspirational for
2: everybody. It's yeah. And in undergoing that process throughout the health complications, that's super admirable. So yeah,
3: it's definitely difficult definitely definitely 100% difficult to do it was uh you know putting myself in the self-help programs that are all over the city of Indianapolis I can talk about all of them at a later date but I'm saying if you put if people if people put into their life what they want to get out of life they'll they will be successful I'd rather be the I'd rather be the head of a mouse than the tail of a lion at least I know where I'm going I can pivot and go any any which way I want and that's it you know it's just (laughs)
2: <laughs> being a
3: being successful and is i don't like with during COVID it's really hard to to want to just sit back and do nothing james if someone
0: wants to uh reach out to you to uh, buy your drinks um how can they contact you your information
3: they can contact me on facebook for right now facebook i give out um, the address of Greeks. Greeks sells my product there as well. Uh, my phone number and Facebook. That's what I'm doing for right now.
1: And we'll definitely put those on um, blast on this platform also. So be prepared for that. <laughs>
0: Excellent. Thank you guys, so much. Yeah, you're very, very welcome. And we wish you the best jane with your your business and
1: yeah i actually just want to say one more thing um i i personally really appreciate you being a sort of headliner for healing i know it's a hard year it was a really sort of a shock to americans um to prioritize your health Mm -hmm. and uh you being a progressive in doing natural based and fruit-based healing and everything is really inspirational for me and i just want to say thank you for for the work that you're doing and have will be continuing to do
3: Awesome. Okay. Well, I will be uh, trying to get some stuff set up where I can mail you in Florida, a couple bottles and I can mail okay. and I can maybe kind of have everybody get their packages at the same time and follow the recipe inside the box. Cause it'll, it'll ask you to refreeze it and try it. That's, it, well, it's, that's how you send stuff when you're moving it small, like me, you move it in boxes with dry ice. All right. Well, yep. Yeah, just reach
0: out to uh, my, my office and, um, we'll go ahead and um, give you the information if you want to send some samples. We really appreciate it. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Take care, James. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas to you. You too. See you guys. Bye. bye -bye. Bye-bye. It was great. It was really fascinating to hear his story. What do you think about that, Allie?
2: His roller coaster. you know? Yeah, that was very moving, honestly. If I'm taking anything away from this, it's just motivation in general. Like, if he can do it, anybody can, honestly. I think also the natural ingredients that he uses. I didn't hear him mention anything other than, like, raw fruits and honey. Just that process. I think it's so, and I think that that's the direction that, like, in with, like, juiceries and smoothie places, that's, like, what they're aiming towards. So it's really good. He's taking a really good step in the right direction. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention to
1: him. I love that in Indiana. I feel like every single time I hear uh, something of y'all's service industry or food industry, it's always like small businesses supporting small businesses. And that's not uh, an incredible norm for where I'm from. So that's really cool that Indiana has like a sort of like Indiana culture that you guys promote one another and reach out to the small businesses in your area to like make it like a fabric of the community. That's something really cool that I've noticed. Um, Just doing these podcasts.
0: Awesome, it's awesome. Now I want to switch topics to about this Justice Smollett uh, trial.
1: Yeah, you're gonna have to tell me a little more about that. Who who's this guy and and where where is he coming from? Okay, so
0: obviously Madison, you've been buried under a rock, you know, um, because (laughs) he was one of the actors on the Fox TV show called um, Empire.
1: Empire. Okay. Okay. And then
0: um, he claimed. That he was racially attacked by people that were like Trump supporters. And, you know, they put like a, you know, a noose on him or whatever and put M, you know, MAGA, M A G A, and all that kind of stuff. Jeez. Come to find out, you know, that he supposedly paid a couple people to do that to him so he could kind of get this little voice out or discredit Trump or whatever. Uh, they end up snitching on him and saying, Hey, no, we were paid, you know, like $3,500 to do this. Uh, he denied it. At first, the city of Chicago went ahead and like they filed charges, but then they dismissed him if, if he paid some money or whatever. But then, a uh, special prosecutor got on the case and wanted to examine how the charges were filed and how they were dismissed and things like that. And then ultimately, they refiled charges. They had a jury trial. Verdict came out, I think Thursday, and he was convicted, like on six counts of basically like lying to the police and things like that, uh, and felony counts. You know, so I was just fascinated because to me, somebody, even though Madison didn't know him, Ali, did you know who that the okay, even though you two don't know him, you know, <laughs> but black people know, you know, so we're we're in tune, so. <laughs> he had a voice
2: uh-huh.
0: that he could have spoke out and said, look, here's a story I found on the internet about this gay person, this lesbian that was abused or homeless or whatever. I'm going to champion their cause. I'm going to donate money or I want to speak out against uh the abuse of, of gay people, of lesbians, of transgender, right? Okay. He could have used his platform to say that, but instead, if if it's true, you know, that he did make this up, he did more to hurt his cause, right? Because people, now if I get in and say, oh man, you know, racism, this, oh, wait a minute now, you know, that one guy lied about this, so I don't believe, you know, that this is really racism and this is this and that. So it's almost like how a woman if she cries at false rape that saying she's raped and it was, it's a lie it hurts people that are really victims of rape because then it's like well you remember that one woman you know she said she was raped and kind of find out she lied and on and then it just it's just it's just painful yeah. for people to use victimhood um as a way to advance an agenda when there's plenty of victims out there like you don't have to claim yourself to be a victim when you can just just google on the internet and you can find somebody that's actually a victim and try to champion their cause or whatever
2: right right.
0: so that's all i had
1: to say about that that's 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 strange like i wonder where his headspace was that he literally hired actors to commit to this situation and honestly he should have just in like a an odd universe he could have been like it was performance art like there was a lot of realms that he could have gone or like you said use his platform for something that's really happening and to right champion another cause like i wonder like where he was in his headspace or what had happened that like really made him pull the trigger on this scenario like that's very that's very strange to hear wow Uh, yeah That's just sort of an odd situation yeah that's a bummer though
0: that's that's pretty deep I didn't think of it that way.
1: You know what I mean? Like it's it's kind of crazy to find actors, organize orchestrate the entire event, play it out <laughs> to then tell the police like how, where those actors must have been like what the hell? Like the yeah. whole right. time, you no, know. No, that's <laughs> a lot of
2: that's a lot of commitment for this situation. Yeah. What
1: well, the <laughs> Well, yikes yeah. Yikes on that one so will he be returning to the empire tv show so, or- uh,
0: no i think the show's been discontinued but he was he was removed oh, okay you know after the allegations came out um he was removed so um now it's like is he going to be able to work again Would anybody want to hire him with with that but you know we are in a land of forgiveness and second chances so maybe he can turn around uh, hopefully
1: yeah Hopefully. Before so. we
0: leave, did you have any uh, topic that you wanted to say?
1: Actually, I do. So today is my dad, Keith. It's his last day of uh, chemotherapy. So awesome. He right? is officially uh, after today, we'll be in recession and fully healing. He completed his radiation. So just want to shout out my dad and say, I love you. And I'm proud of you. And thank you for being strong throughout this process. Your support team loves you. And congratulations.
0: I'm so glad you gave a shout out. That is so important.
1: And he watches every week too. so He's a big fan of the
0: show. Awesome. Awesome. Did you have anything you wanted to say, Allie?
2: Keep a lookout in the news about the whole Roe v. Wade situation. I don't, I don't know as of today, what's happening with it, but yeah, just keep a lookout. That's all I have to say.
0: Uh, and and I didn't do a, a formal introduction of Allie, but she is a guest co-host for today. She is a student um, for uh, the paralegal program here in Indianapolis, and um, has recently applied for an internship with my office and uh, has passed the test, and so she will be interning in spring of 2022. So.
1: And shout out to our sponsor, Mark Nicholson at the law office of Mark Nicholson, fighting against the travesty of justice and glad to see that he's growing his team a little bit with Allie. This will be awesome to see how this uh, progresses.
0: Awesome. Thank you. Bye bye, everybody.
1: All right. Have a great week, y'all. Bye.